right, let's do this. How's everyone doing this week? Good? All right. Welcome to this week's episode of our podcast, Is Breakfast Included? On the show today, we're going to get right into it. My guests are Amy Mariello and Vanessa Oliveras, collectively known as Boys Club for Girls. They have an album dropping uh, today, right this minute. So while you're listening to this podcast, uh, go to your favorite streaming site, Spotify, Apple Music, or I don't know, Title still around? Maybe Title. I don't know. And check out this album. Don't worry if you're at work. Your boss is going to come check it out and be like, what the fuck is that? I want it. And uh, yeah, you'll probably get a raise because of me and Boys Club for Girls because it's that good. Um, Amy and Vanessa sat down with me. They talked to me about uh, how they came together, what their lives were like before they met in 2019. And, um, you know, how they started this project. It was really slated to release uh, 2020. Then a bunch of shit happened. Um, We all know that. A lot of important things happened. They didn't want to put all the attention on them. Like, hey, everyone's at home. Come listen to us. So they waited, which I give them a lot of respect for. They waited till 2023 to put this album out. And it's well worth the wait. Um, Like I said, their album drops today. Check it out. I promise you, I won't steer you wrong. It was a great conversation. I learned a lot about the girls. Um, They were very forthcoming. They used the F word a lot, which I kind of like. And I found out that uh, Vanessa likes to dabble in the jazz cabbage. (laughs) All right, guys. It was a great conversation. Let's check it out. All right. Tell everyone who you are. Uh, We are Boys Club for Girls. I'm Amy. And I'm Vanessa. Hi. Hi, how are you guys doing? We're good. Good. Boys Club for Girls. Uh, I guess I was introduced to you guys um, during the whole weird thing that happened to the world a couple of years ago. Tim. Oh, what are and- you talking about? <laughs> you got a little weird there, right? Yeah. Uh, my friend Tim Craven uh, sent me a track and he said, check this out. And I was like, whoa, who is this? So how how did you guys come together? Have you been oh, a band God. for quite a while or? So we've been a band now for around four years, um, which is crazy to think about. It was kind of like, I guess, 2019 is when we started uh, singing and playing together. And it really just happened as like an accident. It was not anything that was intentional. We just um, we met at a benefit show that I put together called Flatiron Maiden, which is an all 80s, all ladies uh, benefit show. We always uh try to pick female centric charities to contribute to the money, uh, the money to at the end, which is really awesome. But Amy was one of the singers and uh, I was just immediately a huge fan of her voice and walked up to her at the end of the show. And I was like, we'd had rehearsal already together in the show. And I just said, I'm such a big fan of your voice. I was like, we, we have to write together or sing together or something. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up getting together like maybe six months later. It was quite a bit later. Yeah. And we wrote a song in like 30 <clears throat> minutes was our first song called romance is dead. And we were like, okay, well, and I think both of us thought maybe that's an anomaly. Maybe that's yeah, just like, we were like, cool. We just wrote a cool song on accident. And then we got together again. And again, it was like 30 minutes, brilliant song that we both loved. And then we did it again. And it was, I mean, again, yeah. and we just, eventually we were like, okay, well, 
maybe this is like the universe trying to tell us that this is a thing, even yeah. though neither of us wanted to start another band. Yeah, we were both, we had both been in like 200 bands. We're like, this is not going to happen again. Yeah. Like no chance. But it just kind of forced, we were forced to be in a band together because of A, how how we wrote together, but also how we naturally sang together and how we naturally took the harmony parts uh, and kind of like weaved around each other without trying. Uh-huh. Yeah, both of us are uh, are individually background singers for a lot of different people, uh, especially Amy on a professional level. And um, and so both of us are very adept harmony singers. And I think it it was uh, partly magical because of our background. Yeah. Being background singers, we were able to just immediately pick up on what the other one was doing and yeah. sit around it. And most of the time that doesn't happen. We know, <laughs> and we know how to blend without, um, like nobody steals the show. We, uh-huh. we, yeah. we know how to blend to make it sound amazing for the greater good instead yeah. of someone trying to like stronghold their way in, in front. We, you know we really stay do. in your lane. Yeah, we know yeah. how to make, the, how, how to blend and just how to make it sound beautiful uh-huh. um, we knew how to do that for from the beginning without without rehearsing so yeah. it was kind of like one of those things where we we're like all right we should probably do this and uh vanessa knew tim yep. from other projects and she brought him in when we started recording our uh, our first demos right on well um well Something interesting about you guys that I've I've been doing a little reading about you guys. Um, Vanessa, you're from Sugarland, Texas, right? Yes. A fellow Texan Uh, right here. Oh, Uh, hell yeah. That's awesome. And you wrote a song for Sugarland, right? I wrote wrote a few few songs for Sugarland that they, a couple of them they used to play live and don't anymore, but one of them ended up on the record. It's called, it's called Sugarland. And and so it was so funny because when we met, I I knew that she sang backups for Sugarland, and I said to her, I was like, you know that that was my band. Actually, I was the original lead singer, which is another fun fact of Sugarland. Okay. And so it was another weird tie yeah, between yeah, Amy really and I that we just like have this weird thing in common with Sugarland. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I found that kind of interesting. Um, yeah. So you guys recorded some songs in 2019. Yes. Right? And yeah. We had uh this plan of releasing a, a song every 90 days at the time. And uh what happened? Well, uh COVID happened and Black <laughs> Lives Matter happened and uh the hurricane or tornado happened. Uh I got pregnant. You know, we just basically the world was like, you're going to put this band on hold. And so we recorded most of a record. And then we recorded during COVID and during my pregnancy, we we recorded another six or seven songs. And then, uh, and then we just kind of Tim produced and we wrote some more and we got everything together. And we, we really didn't feel like it was time for us to release until we had all of our ducks in a row. We started to, um, cause we recorded in 2020, like March of 2020 was the first yeah. time we went to the studio and, um, and original plan was like all, all hands on deck, like, let's do this. And then it definitely with the pandemic and all these things that happened there, Amy's right. There was something telling us like, now is not the time. And we yeah. tried to release three songs and literally every, every single, time we yeah. had something to release, there was something in the world that happened that prevented the song well, from like making it. And yeah. we like, we deeply care about the world. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. we deeply yeah, yeah. care about 
socioeconomical issues. And we we really, really cared about a lot of these issues that made it feel very uncomfortable for us to self-promote. Yeah. Like yeah, Romance yeah. is Dead you came know? out the same day as the BLM movement. Yeah. We were like, we we were like let's promote take, our song. Yeah. Right? We took everything down. We just, yeah. we really, we felt like it looked really in poor taste for the artists that were still really promoting themselves during times that were so horrible for the planet yep. that it was just like, you know what, let's just, let's just take a step back and, and focus on more important things. And then when things slow down, not that the world's in a wonderful place yeah, right exactly. now, but I think it's been enough time to where we feel comfortable uh, putting ourselves out there um, and and finally releasing this record that we've been sitting on for so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're stoked. And now feels like the right time. Like we've got a great yeah. team of people. Mm-hmm. I feel like the universe is like, yes, yes, bitch. Yeah, yes, now queen. is the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. How in, how important was Tim in the whole process? Was he like oh, a member? He he is like he it's a it's like a trio because of Tim. Yeah. Um Tim, when we had the songs, we would play them with the band and they they sounded great, but they didn't have the Laurel Canyon like 70s vibe that Mm -hmm. Tim brought to the table. Like he really when we recorded Tell Me I'm the Only One with him, that became our signature sound. Mm -hmm. And it kind of became this like 90s uh Mixed with Fleetwood Mac, so like it it, 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 went from like '90s kind of like Lilith Fair music to '70s Fleetwood Mac type stuff, and that's because of Tim. Right yeah, on. I mean, he really he we, helped us find our sound for sure. We got an invitation to record from our friend Amanda, and she said, "Hey, there's a session if you guys want it for free at Dark Horse Institute." And she said, one of one of the bands backed out. Do you guys want to take it? And in four days, we managed to get a band together of like all of a lot of our my favorite, favorite players people, in yeah. town. And I happened to call Tim and I said, what are you doing Monday? And it was like yeah. Saturday. And he was like, uh, well, uh, I, I think I can do it. Yeah. And so he he did. He showed up Monday, showed up Tuesday and then Wednesday. And then we had overdubs on our own. But um, but I, it was just incredible the way that he was able to step in and how sort of serendipitously everything happened yeah. and fell into mm-hmm. place. So it felt like the right thing to me because he just happened to be available. And I was like, OK, let's do this thing. Yeah. And now he's such an integral. Yeah. Now he's part. He's literally part of the band and yeah. our band family. I mean, all of our guys are like family to us. Yeah. Tim. Tim is no exception. I mean, we are we are super tight with him. That was a great Tim impression, by the way. Well, uh, yeah, I've, I've known Tim for a long time. He's 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 probably more like a brother to me than a friend. So he's, he's a great guy. And so is that the late? Is that the the sound you guys are going for? The Laurel Canyon sound? Do you guys yeah, yeah. not even you... on purpose? But but yeah, that's what it sounds like. I yeah. mean, we just kind of wrote what we what we like to listen to, uh-huh. and Tim produced it in a way that is is true to that. And that's kind of what it, it none of it, no, no part of this band has been intentional as far as like, we didn't decide we were going to sound any kind of way. We just, that's how we write and that's how it was produced. And that, and so that kind of was decided for us. Yeah. And I also, organic. Yeah. I think the combination of Amy's background of like pop, really heavy pop and R&B and urban and things like that in my background of a lot of country music. See, um, yeah, kind of combines to create a sound. Urban, I thought you said urban. 
move and stuff. No. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, me I mean, I went to jazz school, but I, I pretty much exclusively listened to like dark indie folk music or alternative rock music. Like I don't listen. I didn't listen to any country until I joined Sugarland. I literally didn't know any country songs ever. Like I, I just don't listen to country. Yeah. Um, I only listened to like depressing, uh, angry chick singer songwriters and radio (laughs) yeah and uh and so she that's what i listened to but i think like i wrote a lot of country i love country music and it means some country music not all of it yeah but i think i think the combinations of both of our backgrounds and music really helped to create yeah part of the flavor of what we sound like as well so amy you didn't see yourself 10 years ago singing this brand of music well, no, I, I love Americana. I mean, I really do love Americana. Like, I mean, I it's it, I it's part of what I've always listened to. I just never thought of it as country music. I really didn't. No. Um, there's a fine line. There's a fine line. <laughs> and so this isn't far. I mean, if you listen to any of my old solo stuff, it doesn't sound dissimilar to this. Okay. It's, it, it's I've always been singer songwriter slash Americana folky kind of music yeah um so this is right along the lines of what i do but i've never had pedal steel on any any of my stuff i've never had that kind of instrumentation that really has that twang and i i absolutely love it uh it's just yeah it wasn't part of of what i what i knew and pedal steel is like my favorite thing in the world yeah (laughs) i know and got pedal steel on this it it really like changed the game for us good pedal steel makes all the difference in the world oh my gosh and we have drew belk who's like i think like the best player ever yeah he's like god of pedal steel he really he's on tour with blake shelton right now but whenever he's home he's with us and and we are obsessed with him yeah um your harmonies uh normally you don't I, I, you guys have two songs that you released, uh, Bad Luck Baby and Not Just, uh, Not Just Yet. You released them, uh, about a month ago, right? About a month ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your harmonies, you normally don't hear harmonies like that unless you're related. Yeah. And you grew up <laughs> singing together. What do they call that? Yeah. Blood harmony. Not quite blood harmony, but you don't, you guys are really on it. Yeah. Like Thank you said you. from the get go, it was there. That's how it's been the whole time. Yeah. It's um, really too because i feel like a lot of the times when i sing backups with people i'm used to i think we're both used to chasing people I yeah mean, it's just what you have to do when you're singing backups but it's like i don't even have to try to end phrases at the same time and a lot yeah. of times we make the same choices vocally and i just kind of naturally know what she's going to do or where she's going to go yeah um and vice versa so it's it's really interesting because I think part of the appeal with this is neither one of us wanted to have to put effort into anything, yeah. right? <laughs> Let, hashtag less work, right? <laughs> but I feel like with this, yeah, we're so, tired. Ty- we're ty- the honesty, ty- the honesty. Girl. I love it. So yeah. with this, it was like minimal effort. We didn't have to try to sing together. It was just really easy. And and, and the writing too. Like we've been yeah. writing songs lately. We've been writing for other people together. Like we've been in the rooms with other artists that want us to write for them together and it's even even that's fucking easy. easy like it literally like it just doesn't take when we're together we feel invincible and also i think there's a weird thing like 
I've had a lot of vocal problems in my life. Same. I've, I've had a lot of like weird nodules and moments where I couldn't sing and things like that. And I think she's had the same, same. struggles. Yeah. And for some reason, singing with Amy makes me feel like a more confident mm. singer. Yeah. I feel like I sing better when I'm singing yeah. with Amy than when I'm singing by myself. Sing better, write better. Yeah. That's why we. That's why we're in this. That's why we're in this <laughs> stupid band. Because, <laughs> because we have no choice. We yeah. sing better and we write better. It's just so you have to do it. Your history is from coming from a hundred bands in your background or writing for other people. Is did that give you the fucking the the sorry for my language? No, it's because of us. It, it, rubs off, it rubs off on people. Shit, damn fuck. No, my my two year old daughter today was like, fuck. I was like, are you you gotta get out of here? I um, did, you go fuck mommy fuck like oh that give gosh. you the current attitude is you don't want to work hard for it you just want it to happen from no all the like no because, because i know dealing other with other people music, in a band can be hard oh yeah everything other than the music is hard work yep. like mm -hmm. the music part shouldn't be hard no um and and this music part is easy but the rest of it is hard yeah. i don't feel like posting on instagram every other day and trying to figure out what the fuck to say Nobody like wants to. i don't feel like you know having to dress up and put makeup on for every single thing not that i really did today but yeah. normally <laughs> you know there's a lot of stuff i don't feel like i don't feel like doing all the other work that it requires to have a successful project but you do it because the music is worth is worth it. We really yeah. want this stuff to be heard. And that's the yeah. thing is most bands, I feel like the struggle is in both areas. Like it's music and it's, and it's the other stuff that no one wants to do. And at least with us, it's like we two out of one out of two ain't bad. Yeah, you know? we're, I mean, we've done a, t a ton of projects. We're not, you know, we're not in our twenties and like we, we've really had a lot of heartbreak in this industry. Both of us have, you know, yeah. we've had a lot of projects that have been successful and then dropped off or, We've put a lot of time and money into things that have been extremely heartbreaking. And and we're not willing to put our energy into anything that's not going to really matter to us at this point. Yep. You know, and so it's the project, the music is easy because we love it and yeah. because it's it's our passion and everything else is gravy. So it's like, you know, if we get to be a band that people actually hear and want to come see and we build a following, like that's amazing but we've already done what we need to do because we love the music yep yeah. we're happy to do it yep makes right it on. easy uh another thing that uh a little bird told me and i don't know if you'd want me to talk about this right now but he told me that when he tracks you guys you guys sing it it's not you know two different Separate. tracks you guys go in together yeah yeah we sing together and and again i think that comes from what i said earlier about we both feel like stronger singers when we're singing together and also with those phrases it's you have to kind of you see have, each other's mouths and stuff each other's mouths like, and really be able to match things and yeah i feel like the vibe and the energy feels more like it does when we're on stage we want it to feel show. live yeah we, right we didn't right the record feel like a pop overdubbed record we wanted it yeah it does have a slickness that i think is not necessarily indicative of true americana yeah, for sure yeah. because there are these kind of soaring uh, waves of harmony that are overdubbed, but the lead vocals are sung live together they're always. And they're not tuned. They're not none of it. Yeah. It's Tim. Tim will tell you, like, those are our live performances yeah. that we're doing together in the studio. And they're oh, all. No, he told me that's. 
unless there's like one phrase somewhere yeah. that's like yeah. funky, we we like to use one take. One take. We don't take cut. We don't comp vocals. the vocal. We we make sure to get it. Yeah. I was watching your your Pace Studios performance, and I was like, wow, that's it. Sounds like you know what I've heard. I was like the record. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. Um, when you guys met, a per a, musically, you got along. Obviously, yeah. like. But did you guys, did you feel like, hey, I've met somebody that's been missing in my life personally? Not like, right no. away. I don't think we right felt, away. So yeah. we felt immediately like I thought she was fucking crazy. Like I, I literally, <laughs> she, when I went, when I went to Flatiron Maiden, I watched her dancing around stage like a fucking lunatic. Like she wears crazy clothes. She's, I always say like, if this band was a cake, I would be the cake and she would be the cake topper. Like she is a cake topper of a human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's very loud and she's very eccentric and she's colorful. And um, I'm darker and a little bit more cynical and I wear mostly black and jeans. I you wear, know? I wear mostly black. And jeans. And I like, um, I am, we're very different. Yeah. So when we met, I think we were both like, we really loved singing our, each other's voices and we really respected each other, but it took a minute for us to understand each other's personalities. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just band dynamic in general, but I we're, mean, we're like sisters now. Yeah. I mean, we really are. We fight, we, we do everything like sisters We yeah. we tell each other the truth, but mostly we get along really well and we really support each other. Like we have sep different things that we do that are, aren't boys club and we are, are both really supportive of, of those things. And that's yeah. important too. It really, it really is. And it's nice to be in a band with someone who's supportive of your <clears throat> individual endeavors as well. Because, yeah. I mean, otherwise it just makes things really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so along with boys club, you guys still do your background vocals. Do you still write with other yeah. people and so forth? Yeah. 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 We still do the we thing. We still write songs for other people. We still sing back for other people i'm not you know, neither one of us are touring as backup singers anymore yeah. because we're focused on this but mm -hmm. um but yeah we we both i mean we got we have to make money you know <laughs> you've got to make money somewhere. Boys, boys club ain't making us any money yet any money yet we released two songs so we're we're hoping that this takes us on the road together well and our third single's up on thursday yeah so tomorrow is, um, is the release of our third and we're working with a company called Brooklyn Basement Records. They're helping us on on many levels, and we've gotten some really good editorial playlisting. And we're we're starting to really see that people dig this, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, we've it, it's only been out for a month. I mean, we've been together for four years, but the music's only been out a month. So, yeah. well, it's um, really cool music. It's not. Um, it doesn't sound Nashville. Yeah. No. No, it doesn't sound Nashville. It, Thank you. It, it, it's, it's it's you know it's pretty cool. I dig it. We, and we, uh, it's really important for us that we don't that we don't get Nashville. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I can hear being a songwriter and her even longer than me in, in Nashville. She's she knows the music grow scene and there's we don't have anything against it, but we don't want to be it. No. Um, there's a very like every song in Nashville has like this aha moment that we don't do. We don't subscribe to in, in our songs. Yeah. We yeah. really we really like the songs to be. So, some are literal, but most you could make about whatever you want them to be about, yeah. which is yeah. important to me as a listener. I, I mean, I fucking love that most of the writers that I follow, most of the musicians that I love the most, I can I can make up what their songs mean to me. And uh, we 
value that in songwriting. Um, We value that, that not everything has to be wrapped in a bow with a cherry on top. Um, And we really, we don't want that to happen to our music, which is why we prefer to write together or with people that we really love and respect their music. We're not, there's, there's never going to be a time where you're going to see next to boys club, you know, big hit country writers, because we don't want that. No, we don't want to sound like everybody else. We don't want traditional hits like everybody else. We want to sound like us. Yeah. Well, who were, while we're on that subject, who were your influences, you know, coming up? Who were your, you know, your people? You Um, don't have to name them all, but maybe like just one or two, you know, that that you really just. The record I ever owned was Cindy Lauper's She's So Unusual. Okay. And I, I feel like, that was a really big record to me when I was a kid, just because I was like, whoa, somebody doing something so out of the box and, and weird yeah. and different. Then I think I I really gravitated toward towards those kinds of artists. Um, I loved bands like Fleetwood Mac when I was growing up. I loved a lot of musical theater. I mean, I listened to Jesus Christ Superstar till my freaking ears fell off. Yeah. And I, we I both started in musical yeah, theater. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of theater. And I feel like, um, I mean, a lot of the '90s girls, Lisa Loeb. I was like obsessed with when yes, I was a kid. That record was oh, amazing. Man. And the Indigo Girls. I yeah. mean, bands like that really, really got me. But I also listened to things when I was a kid, like Waylon Jennings with my uncle. So it kind of a vast variety of different yeah. music. Um, but- I I was listening. I mean, Tori Amos was the main yeah, artist Tori that changed my life. Yeah. Uh, Tori Amos, Ani DeFranco, mm-hmm. Fiona Apple, Joni Mitchell yep. uh, was like one of my most life-changing artists. Jeff Buckley. Yep, Jeff um, sure. But I also listened to a lot of like, um, just my dad, you know, had me listening to jazz really young. So I was learning how to sing, like singing like Sarah Vaughn and um, Ella Fitzgerald and stuff. And and then as soon as I started hearing like that 90s Tori vibe i was like fuck this jazz stuff like i'm only singing depressing folk music I listen even to even me like when i when i first heard tori amos i was like who the fuck is that yeah like, and when I, I mean all like i kind of feel that way about big thief right now where i'll mm-hmm. just listen to big thief like and i'll watch all of their videos on youtube like a stalker and that's how i was when i first listened to tori amos i stalked everything she did and like I mean, she's, I would say she's probably my favorite artist of all time, yeah. but, but, and, and I learned to sing by, by copying Tori Amos, you know, just trying to sound just like her. And then I found my own style by, by doing that. But yeah. Yeah. When you listen to you, sometimes I can hear your influence. Yeah. People say that. And I'm like, it's not, it's not an, it's not an accident. You (laughs) You wear it on your sleeve. Yeah. It's not an accident. I fucking (laughs) love Tori Amos. Um, But yeah. this won't come out for a, a week or so, but you guys have a video uh, coming out tomorrow on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, you know, single tomorrow. A, a single? single? Yes. Yeah. Video is already out. Yeah, video is yeah, already, already out. Oh, okay. on CMT.com. CMT.com. And then a uh, single out tomorrow called The Weatherman. And then we've got another single out next month with another video called Five O'Clock called Shadow. Okay. And your album, the full album will be released March 24th. Yes, That's correct. 
Cool. Any touring plans? I know you said you're really not thinking about that now, but well, no, we are. I mean, my my daughter is finally at the age where I could probably get away with touring, you know, weekend warrior stuff, um, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And so we're doing shows in Nashville uh, for the next few months, and then we're hoping to get some touring going. That's the goal. Yeah, you know, we're finally right. ready. We weren't in that mode before, but we're finally ready to tour this record, and then we're going to be back in the studio recording our second record at the yeah, end of the we, summer. We've got ten songs already for the next record, so ten songs already. Yeah, we're ready wow. to go. <laughs> we're going to record. We're probably going to write 30, 30 songs and pick ten or twelve, yeah. and so we're we're getting ready to get get back in it. Right on. Well, um, I've always heard, uh, I started my, my, what I do in country music. And so I've always heard that, um, Nashville is a seven year town that after seven years, if you haven't done shit, you might as well hang it up, but you guys have been around for a while and you're doing something really real now. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know? We're, trying to. <laughs> we're not so, trying. <laughs> well, it, it's, the only it's, way, I mean, we're, you know, we can't do anything that's not real because we're not good actors. No, we, and we're old. And we're, yeah, that. we're old and we, and we're tired. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we like to, we like to get home early and I like to have a glass of wine. She likes to light up a joint. That's right. And, and, and call it a day. So we're, we're like not nine o'clock show. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. So I'm like, I'm trying to be in bed <laughs> reading. Yeah, I'm trying to be in bed reading at nine o'clock. Let me be very real. My party days are over. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been actually, we, uh, I start a tour mid April and I've actually started slowly inching my way to staying up past nine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to. I know, That's dude. Me, I you. hear you. It's tough. it's tough out there. Um, well, where can people find you on social media? So at Boys Club for Girls on Instagram, same thing on Facebook. We we're too old for the TikTok, so we don't do we, don't, we don't fuck with the TikTok. But uh, Instagram, Facebook, we have our Spotify. We have all anywhere you get your music, you can get our. By the time this comes out, three songs and record coming March twenty fourth. Yeah, and then hopefully some touring soon, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll let come you up, know. Come up to the Northeast somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, let's go. Right on. Well, Amy, Vanessa, thank you so much. Thank, for thank doing you. This. Uh, when I reached out to Tim, I said, do you think they might do that? And then he's like, totally. <laughs> so thank yeah, you guys. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate you waiting in the other meeting room. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. While I figured out how to use Zoom. Um, my my podcast is called Is Breakfast Included? And, and if we were having breakfast, what would you have? Man, I would probably have a fat ass stack of pancakes and some uh some hash brown casserole from the cracker barrel <laughs> and uh and perhaps a little bit of bacon a little bit of bacon. yeah i'd have a bacon egg and cheese on a hard roll salt pepper ketchup ooh, on a hard roll yum yeah. i like sausage egg and cheese on a hard roll That's well, good. thank you guys for everything um new singles out on the 23rd yep that's tomorrow Tomorrow. That's right. And album is out on the 24th of March. Yeah. Your poor anyway. <laughs> It's my music. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks Bye. a lot, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Amy, Vanessa, collectively known as Boys Club for Girls. Again, I can't stress enough how much I want you to hear this album. It was produced by a great friend of mine, Mr. Tim Craven, who's also been a guest on this show. Um, Like I said, man, I won't steer you wrong. 
I have I ever said, go listen to this because it really sucks. No, I've never said that. Believe me, uh, these girls are the real deal. Check it out. Check out their videos. And if they're playing near you, go see them, man. Support, support, support. I can't stress enough to support independent artists, whether they be artists who paint, artists who make music, artists who do podcasts. Just support them. And while you're at it, check out isbreakfast.bigcartel.com. All right, guys, I'm done. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next week.